Hey guys, welcome to The Journey of Ruth, a discipleship podcast where we encourage listeners to love Jesus, study his word, and reach others. I'm your host, Courtney Lohman. Well, our guest today is me. (laughs) Me and my friend, Leanne Reynolds, we want to share with you about the Entrust Conference. You've heard about the conference, but since it's the first year, you probably have questions and we get it and we want to answer all of them, hopefully. (laughs) So what exactly is the Entrust Conference? What will we be talking about? Uh, Who should come to the Entrust Conference? We are going to answer all of those questions today. And stay tuned because at the end, we're going to give you a coupon code for $5 off your conference ticket. Speaking of the conference, tickets are now on sale. The conference will take place on September 24th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. God has been so good, and he has brought together an amazing group of speakers, people that I just want to go and see, and I can't believe that I get to offer them and their expertise to you at our conference. I am so blessed, and I can't wait for you guys to hear what God has put on their hearts. We are all going to be speaking about 2 Timothy and encouraging and equipping the women of the conference to courageously step out as the disciple makers God has commanded us to be. You'll leave feeling prepared to disciple whoever God brings into your life and help them to also become a disciple maker. We hope you'll join us for Entrust. For more information and to buy your tickets today, head over to journeyofruth.com slash Entrust. Now on to my conversation with Leanne all about the Entrust Conference. Well, I am excited today to have back my dear friend, Leanne Reynolds. Thank you for joining me, Leanne. You are very welcome. We have all of our five children in front of a TV right now, and we're going to hope that none of them interrupt us. Here's hoping. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when it's summer. Yes. But thankfully, our kids like play really well together, and Mm -hmm. uh, they've known each other since, well, since they were born. So, um, well, here, this is a special episode today. I asked Leanne to come on and uh, talk with me about the Entrust Conference because it's something that we've mentioned on the website. We've mentioned it um, in the intro for the podcast for a couple weeks now, and um, tickets went on sale on June 15th, and we're loving seeing the response, how excited people are about it, and we just wanted to to be able to come on the episode today and answer some questions. Um, so for those people that are like, well, I've never heard of the Entrust Conference, well, of course you have it. It's our first year. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And, um, and so what is it about? You know, a lot of times if you're going to go to a conference that you've never been to before, you're going to ask online or you're going to find a forum online. You might ask a friend that's been, and I know no one's been. So we want to answer some of those questions. We want to be that friend for you and, uh, kind of give you an idea of what the interest conference is going to look like, uh, what we've been praying for as we've been developing it. Um, Leanne, her role on the leadership team is the administrative uh, role, administrative uh, assistant. What is your, I think you you called me the administrator of everything. Yeah, that's it. I think that was my title. (laughs) (laughs) The administrator, uh, uh, another podcaster, Annie F. Downs, she has like their, you know, chief, she calls it her chief Annie officer. Mm-hmm. Like that is her job is to help Annie make sure that she keeps things in line. I, I feel like that's why I called you the administrator of everything. Right. Because <laughs> I ask the questions and I make sure the schedule's in line. And so, yes, it's so far so good. I yeah. think this has been working pretty well. So, yeah, yeah. I often when, when I come up with a crazy idea like a conference, 
Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, here's where we are at step one. Here's where we want to be at step 10. Let's go. And Leanne's like, cool. But before you can get to 10, you also have to do like step two, three, four, five. And let me help you figure out what those are. Yes. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, well, let's start with step five. And she's like, it's not going to work. You can spin your wheels if you want, but you got to do step one. So she helps me to kind of think about what needs to happen next mm-hmm. in order to be successful. And so first thing that I want to say is God has put together an amazing leadership team um, yes. that is working with me and alongside me in developing and trust conference. One thing that I learned a long time ago, we did another conference at our church and I was so excited about it. And I had a very wise woman, Maggie Garrison. She's been on the podcast. She is on our leadership team. Uh, she was the women's director at our church. And she said to me, Courtney, who's going to be helping you with this? And I had one of my friends, Kim, she was there with me, but, um, I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, who's going to be doing the food? I'm like, well, I thought I would. She's like, okay, well, then who's going to be doing the organization of the decorations? Uh, Well, I have some ideas. And basically Mm -hmm. what it came down to was I was thinking that I could handle it all myself. And she's like, that's not, mm -mm, that's not a good idea. And so I began calling her my Jethro because as I began to read the book of Exodus more and learn about Moses and how Moses was taking on way too much. He was the sole judge for the entire nation of Israel. And so every problem that anybody had from like the tiniest problem to like, he killed my brother, uh, was coming to Moses Mm -hmm. and he was, he was getting overwhelmed. He was sitting in a chair, making judgments from morning until night. That's what scripture tells us. Mm -hmm. And his father-in-law Jethro came and was like, Moses, you're an idiot. He said it in nicer terms than that, but. Like what you were doing is not good. Yes. What (laughs) you were doing is not good. Yes. Yes. What you're doing is not good. Uh, And he said, you are not meant to do this Mm -hmm. on your own. And so they developed um, the judges that would take care of like smaller or regional, uh, you know, disputes. disputes. Mm -hmm. And then the really big ones would come up to Moses. But he wasn't having to work all day long every day in order to keep peace and order in the city in the you know nation Mm -hmm. of israel so she said it's not smart for you to do all of this on your own (laughs) delegation's a thing and it's scriptural that's right that's right (laughs) right there yes so i have realized where my holes are and what i am what my spiritual gifts are and what they aren't administration is not a spiritual gift of mine guess whose spiritual gift it is it's mine. Leanne's raising her hand. That's right. <laughs> I think God gave me Leanne to help me in the area, that area specifically where I am weak. Um, but I have um, so many wonderful women that have said yes. And um, so we've got women that are working on the worship. Um, obviously, you doing the administration. We've got one of our girls who is going, her entire job is making sure the day of runs very smoothly. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's done events before and, um, we've got someone who is coming in with the decorations Mm -hmm. and I just explained the conference to her, which had nothing to do with like colors. Well, I had like colors chosen. Um, and she's like, I'm already getting visions. I'm like that. That's why I need, I have nothing in my head and you already (laughs) have visions. And then she had like a Pinterest board made and I was like, awesome. Yep. 
So I think this is a part of leadership that's important is when, mm-hmm. um, is it's important to, re- you know, to surround yourself with other leaders, other people that have that same vision, um, but not the same gifting, but not the same gifting. Yes. What have you seen as we've sat down as a leadership group, um, and kind of talked about what's going on. And as we're kind of getting, you know, to the, to the point where we're getting out, it's getting out into the public and we're actually having to do things. What are you seeing in our leadership team? Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying them so much because they all, like you said, they're very different. They all bring different perspectives to the table and they all have their own angle and their own, um, I guess domain even almost right of what they're working on. And so they ask great questions about things that some of us wouldn't have thought about. Right. And I love that about community anyway, Christian community, especially is because right. Mm -hmm. We all kind of reflect a different aspect of God's character. And so when we all come together, right, it's like pieces of the whole and it's, it's just encouraging. It's amazing. So yes, I'm seeing a lot of just forward motion with all of it as Mm -hmm. we're kind of, like you said, coming into our roles. I think that's what we discussed at our last meeting was everybody's kind of like moving into their place. And so now we're seeing like, Oh my gosh, like the excitement, the momentum going. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's fun to be a part of. They are definitely pushing me to do things that I don't necessarily like to do. You mm-hmm. know, like one, I was, well, uh, how much are we going to charge for tickets? And they're like, well, I don't know. Where's your list of expenses? And I was like, that's a thing. <laughs> it is. Guess what? I went home and did it's that next week. <laughs> <laughs> so they are pushing me to expand my boundaries as a leader as well, which, mm-hmm. I love. So I want to talk a little bit about the event. Yes. Um, and like what, so let's start with what can I expect when I come to the event? How would you, if I, if I was like, Hey Leanne, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about coming to the interest conference. What should I expect? What would you, how would you answer that? Well, we are, the theme that we keep talking about is equipping and encouraging. And Mm. so coming as a woman, this is a woman's conference. So coming in, you should expect to hear some great speakers who are going to talk about kind of the how, the why, the who of discipleship Mm -hmm. um, and then give you opportunities to practice, to discuss with other ladies around you, to process some of this on your own. Um, But the idea is that you're going to spend a day. We want you to be able to, to take in information, process what you've heard, and then be able to take it back with you and apply it to your ministries and your lives and your relationships those different things. This isn't just another like fill your head with knowledge kind of thing. And then, oh, that was fun and move on. Right. We want to be actually applying these things that we're learning to our life. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of the hope of the interest conference is a day of intentional relationships, equipping, encouraging worship. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that discipleship can be really scary for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also discipleship is something that some people have been doing for a really long time. Yes. And I know for me, I've discipled, but sometimes it's good to be reminded of the why we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also good to hear how other people are doing it. You know, yes. when we get to the like how section, um, I think it's really good to hear, oh, that's a really good idea. I haven't done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's usually I'm trying to do too much. And someone's like, well, this is what we did. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I can, I can do that. Streamline it, right? Yes, yeah. yes, uh-huh. exactly. But then sometimes it is something that is requiring a lot of, of time. So mm-hmm. I think discipleship looks so different that one of the beautiful things that I believe we're going to see is how people do discipleship differently mm-hmm. and yet effectively. Yes. 
And um, one of the things that we talked about at this, at this last meeting was the fact that I don't want this to just be a fire hose of information because mm-hmm. we could easily make that the speakers that we have bringing in. I'm so excited <laughs> because I mean, even just calling these ladies and saying, Hey, this is the conference. This is what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. This is what I'd like you to talk on. And they're already like firing off ideas like, yes. Oh yes, we could talk about this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, that oh, go there. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to hear that. You know, it's like, I'm already excited to hear what they have to say. Right. And so it could easily be that it could be us just sitting and listening to the wisdom of these ladies for several hours and we would all gain something. Mm-hmm. But I want the opportunity discipleship. I think the struggle with discipleship is that a lot of people know they need to do it. They know that it's a command. They've heard it in scripture. They've heard it preached in the pulpit. They've maybe had it, you know, as an example in their life, but they don't know how to mm-hmm. do it. And so our fear holds us captive. Mm. And so then we sit still and ineffective. Right. And I want people to leave like being able to say, I can do this. Mm-hmm. This is something I can do. Or, you know, I used to do this and I've kind of backed off on it. I need to get back to it. I can, I can do this. Right. I thought I didn't have time to do this. I've got time to do this. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to just be a bunch of information. Right that some you will forget and some you might remember, I want opportunities for us to really think about it. And so we've adjusted the schedule to actually provide time to talk through stuff. Mm -hmm. For some people like myself, who's a verbal processor, I'm like, yes, processing time. I love this. (laughs) What about those that are like, no, I don't love this. Why for those that are not maybe verbal processors, is that time as a group that you know, that you're going to end up having with the ladies around you. Why is that important? Do you think? Well, in our leadership meeting, we had one of the gals bring up um, the role of the Holy Spirit. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really important piece to remember is that, you know, we each have the Holy Spirit within us. Mm -hmm. And when we ask and we give opportunities for him to speak, especially through each other, right, we're encouraged and he's able to provide transformation by hearing what he's, he's saying and doing and other ladies that maybe we don't know very well, right? We might come into this conference with just one friend or even by ourselves and still we can be encouraged by what does God have to say to each one of us, right? In Mm -hmm. that kind of community setting where we can process through it. Now I, I also, right. I tend to hang back and listen a little bit first, but I'm always encouraged when I hear people come up with different things that God is saying to them or that they're learning or that, oh, they thought about this differently than I would have. And so that perspective, that group perspective and that time to process is really important. And mm-hmm. so rather, and you can, and again, you can sit and listen and then take it home and work through it, journal it later, whatever you need to do to, to assimilate it for yourself. Yeah. But again, you're going to get something different coming in person than you would just listening to a podcast, right? Podcasts mm-hmm. and sermons online, they're very helpful. They can meet you in that place. But that time spent with other women, right, who are in whatever place they are with Jesus, mm-hmm. right, sharing their hearts and sharing that, that's true community. And I think yeah. that's something that we all grow in and we, we all need. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited that that's a part of this conference. I think it's important. Yeah. And I, I know that it will be um, interesting maybe for those that come alone. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I don't have any friends that can come with me, should mm-hmm. I come? 
what what would your well, encouragement be? I mean, based on what I just said, yes, please come. Because <laughs> again, I, I've also been to conferences before where I was by myself or I was kind of working when I worked one with you. Um, and I didn't know a lot of women there. And I still was able to, this older woman prayed over me and it was so powerful and it was amazing. You know, and I, I mm-hmm. haven't talked to her since then, but I know in that moment that was, that was encouragement that I needed. Mm-hmm. And so come I mean you might not be with your best friends or make any best friends but at least you know you're with you're with other women who love Jesus who are getting to know him right and if they're listening to the Holy Spirit he's going to bring people around you for timely words and different Mm -hmm. things or maybe for you I mean maybe this is something you're an older lady you've discipled for a long time maybe you don't have anybody who's coming with you but we're blessed by you being there yeah so yeah yeah and if you're there alone you need to find Giselle just remember that name. Find Giselle. She's our, our volunteer you, coordinator. She's our volunteer coordinator. Or the member, a member of the awareness team. Yes. Uh, as we have <laughs> deemed her. Um, and you won't be able to miss her. Look, just look for the bright pink. Uh, but um, Giselle will maybe um, connect you with someone else that mm-hmm. uh, you can, you know, kind of sit with or, or connect with over the, you know, throughout the mm-hmm. day if you want to just sit down go ahead sit down and, and find your own group to connect with if you're like no I'd really like to find someone that might be willing to you know talk with me throughout the day find Giselle right she'll and get you again connected. just know I mean maybe you do want to sit in the back and just kind of do your own thing but yeah. just know that this is something we're aware of as as conference planners that we understand again that the importance of feeling connected not by yourself and not mm-hmm. leaving more lonely than when you came right we we get that right yeah. so just just know come you're welcome right? We have, we have opportunities for you to meet people too. So that's right. That's right. Um, what are we as a leadership team praying for in regards to the women that are going to come and the way that the interest conference is going to work? And maybe this isn't a leadership. What are you praying for? What and am I I'll praying share for? I, I'm praying for. <laughs> right. Um, I'm specifically praying for, um, just connection, right? Cause that's such a big part of discipleship and, just for women to, again, kind of what we've already talked about, right? Like that you're applying what you're learning, that you are, you're letting God work this in you in a really meaningful, changing, life-changing way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like that's, that's where change happens is when you let God into your space and then you let him work those things out and you're obedient to what he's calling you to do. So that's a lot of what I'm praying to is just people responding um, to what mm-hmm. God's calling them into, right? Whatever that is, if that's becoming a discipler, if that's being discipled, right? Cause it's, it's all shades of that. Yeah. Um, and just praying that they would give God the space to speak and that yeah. they would respond. So that's, that's mainly what I'm praying for this conference. And that almost sounds like, you know, Holy Spirit work individually in our lives in mm-hmm. the area that needs to be, yeah, you know, needs to be encouraged. And for me, it's kind of the same way. I I'm praying for a holy boldness, mm-hmm. um, not only in the speakers as they speak, but I mean, in, in the attendees that as they leave, that that's what they would be filled with a holy mm-hmm. boldness to go and fulfill the call that God has put on our lives. Yeah. Uh, God called us in Matthew to go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. And then in Titus two, he gives us an example of what it looks like to disciple someone. Mm-hmm. And then second Timothy, which we're going to get there, but that is where mm-hmm. we're going to be sitting. Um, in second Timothy, he talks about, Hey, go and make disciples and then like, make sure that they're ready to go and make disciples. Right. So there it's not just one tiny like command in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It is commanded in several places. Yeah. It's a theme. It's a theme. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think, uh, and like I said before, I think the only thing that keeps us from doing that is fear. Yeah. You know, it, it, we're all of a sudden like, I don't really know what to do, so I'm not going to do it. And mm-hmm. so we sit, uh, we sit instead of serve. Yes. And I would like 
for everyone to walk out of that with a holy boldness of I'm, I've, I've already got a name and we're going to ask you to pray for this at the beginning of the conference. We're going to ask you to pray for a name. Who is it that God is leading you to mm-hmm. ser- to serve and to, and to disciple? So if you are um, already signed up, just start praying because <laughs> we're going to ask you to pray for that. But uh, who is it that God is already in your life that God is asking you to disciple, mm-hmm. to impact? Um, who is that person? If you're looking for discipleship, who is that person that you would love to have disciple you? Mm-hmm. They're probably already in your life. Um, and now we need the holy boldness to go and say, I, you know, I need this in my life. Mm-hmm. Is this a role that you would be willing to play? Um, and a holy boldness to be okay with a no, if that's okay. You know, right. if that's the answer we get, but not then to let that derail us from finding that discipleship in our life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I want, I want a holy boldness and courage, um, mm-hmm. from everyone that comes. Cause I know that God will give that to us, but I think we forget to ask for that. Mm-hmm. We just get caught up in our own like human abilities. Yes. Our own opinions of ourselves. Um, even as we were praying, you know, we, we talk about imposter syndrome is like a big deal feeling like no one wants to hear from me. Mm-hmm. No one wants me to disciple them. Right. No one loves me enough to spend that much time to disciple me. Mm-hmm. Satan wants these lies to continue to circulate in our lives. And I, I want to discredit Satan. <laughs> Whatever lie he is throwing at your life right now, yeah. I want to, you know, take that and be like, look at the truth that scripture says yes. about who you are, about what God can do inside of you. And then if we can believe that God's perspective of ourselves instead of our own perspectives of ourselves, mm-hmm. I think we can experience a lot of blessings there. Um, a lot more power to do the things that God has put in our heart. Yes. Holy boldness in the name it. of Jesus. I love that's, it. That's what I'm praying for. <laughs> okay, friends, are you signed up for the inside look yet? The inside look is our monthly newsletter where we let you know what's happening with the podcast. We start each month with a short devotional. Then we pack the rest with important information for you, the listener. When we need listener input for a future podcast, the questions and submission information are in the inside look. When we have an upcoming Patreon chat information, it's in the inside look. And the inside look is the first place you will see information on our upcoming merch store. Our newsletter friends and our patrons, of course, will be the first to know when the shop will open and what is available. We also will be offering a special code for our newsletter recipients when the shop opens. So if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, make today the day. Head over to journeyofruth.com slash newsletter and sign up so you don't miss any of the exciting things coming in the Journey of Ruth community. Okay, so we kind of talked a little bit about this, but who should come to the interest conference? When we're looking out and we're seeing these women <laughs> filling the seats, who's there? If you are a woman, you should be there. Hey. Right? Hey, that's the easy answer. But no, but seriously. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, 
this is a command, what Courtney was talking about, scripture. It's it's part of the Christian life, right? Mm-hmm. This this should be something that as we're being poured into, we're pouring out. It's healthy and keeps you, you know, growing. Yeah. And so wherever you are, if you just came to know Jesus, right? If you have been walking with him for 25 years, if you, right, have discipled before, if you've never discipled, right? We're all on this journey with God that he's put us on and we're all in different places with it and we need community and we need encouragement mm-hmm. wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're being called to teach or you're being called to learn. Right. That's that's it. And that's what we want to do is equip you wherever you are on that spectrum. Right. Yeah. There's, And so, again, this this is for you, whether you're in leadership or not. If you just like I said, you're a brand new Christian, you're still trying to figure it out. I don't know how to read my Bible. I don't know how to do any of this. Well, you'll be filled with a room in a room filled with ladies that have done this a while. That's right. And that are maybe praying, you know, who, who is this person that I need to bring alongside me right now and Mm -hmm. teach how to follow Jesus better. And so please come. I mean, again, this, this is for everyone. And I think multi-generational as well. I mean, our leadership team is everywhere from baby boomer to Gen Z. Mm -hmm. So, which I love, right. (laughs) And we did that on purpose. We did. Um, Mm -hmm. on stage, you're going to see everyone from, um, I think baby boomer to, um, not Gen Z but millennial. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goal here is that in order to see a healthy picture of discipleship, you need all generations. Yes. And so we wanted to make sure that that was reflected in who we have volunteering, who we have on our team, who's mm-hmm. speaking into the event, who's speaking at the event. Yep. Um, but I also think that there's a great opportunity for leaders Mm-hmm. at the interest conference. Uh, if you are a leader, uh, like a women's leader or a college leader or a high school leader, and you would like to see discipleship happen within your ministry, mm-hmm. I think this is an opportunity for you to collect your leaders and bring them with you and use this as a training opportunity. Yes. Um, there talk about you and I were talking earlier and you mm-hmm. said something about what's important with shared language, I think is what you yes, said. Yes, common language. So this, I love this too, because again, I, I love leadership and I love building teams and, and team culture um, because shared language is very important. It's in parenting also, right? Like you and your husband, or whoever you're parenting with, like you need to get on the same page uh-huh. so your kids know what to expect from you every time. And so you're, they're hearing it more than once, right? Yeah. When you're building a team for discipleship, you want to make sure you're using the same words, right? What yeah. What does it mean to disciple? Well, have you unpacked that and, and defined what does that mean? What does that look like? If you're talking about growing in Christ, well, what does that mean? What, what scriptures do we pull that from, right? And so you kind of create your own themes and rhythms. And this is a great opportunity. If you go to a conference, where we're talking about equipping and encouraging, right? If we're talking about, you know, information leading transformation or whatever your keywords are, right? That becomes something that your theme, your team can grab on as your theme. Mm-hmm. And you can all make sure that you're praying the same things, you're working towards the same goals. Um, and then as you make disciples, right? They have some keywords and different things that they can replicate. Like you said, yeah. this is replication, right? We want to teach people not just to how to be discipled, but to make disciples. Yeah. So, and I think if you grasp this, um, you know, this passion Mm -hmm. for seeing disciples made within your program. Mm -hmm. Uh, this idea that we're not just going to be a place where disciples are made, but we're going to be a place where disciple makers are made. Right. If you have leaders that are saying, I don't really know what that means. Like maybe I do on a theological 
mm-hmm. like point, but then on the practical and the application side of things, I don't know what that looks like right. or where to start or where to or start where it continue mm-hmm. or exactly right. How to encourage that in our, the, the women that, um, are new to our program. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're really good at it with people that have grown up in our church. Right. But what about people that come in that have different cultures or different, mm-hmm. you know, I- ideals? So I think this is a great place for you to come and bring your leaders and say, okay, we've all grasped this vision. Now let's go home and let's talk about how we're going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of the ideas that were given to us at the conference. Yes. And, you know, these three would really work. These two maybe don't work for our program. Because we know it's not always going to work. Right. So we're going to take and instead we're going to do these other ideas. Mm-hmm. And that really is specifically going to work for our ladies. Um, I think it's just a great opportunity to get on the same page. And it's in sept- it's September 24th. Mm-hmm. So it's right at the beginning when a lot of, of programs are kind of kicking off. Yes. And um, and we did that on purpose because it's a, it's a kickoff for life. I know other countries, they actually like different times or different kickoffs. I feel like even though we say New Year's Eve is the start of something new, there are in a lot of ways, everything kind of runs on our school schedule. Yes. Right. So we've Mm -hmm. got our summer and then in September, everything kind of starts again. The engines start kind Mm -hmm. of getting back to, you know, running and uh, programs. And so I think it's a great opportunity to just encourage um, your team as mm-hmm. you're jumping into this new season uh, in the fall. Um, if you are a small group leader, I think it's a great thing because you are discipling when those people are in Absolutely. your home or wherever you lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a couple leaders within that small group that you would love to see, like we have the small group, but I see potential in these couple of ladies mm-hmm. to maybe go out and lead their own. This would be a great thing to bring them to because you can begin to, this is a way to help equip them. Mm-hmm. So I think that group leaders, individuals. Yeah. Like you said, just come. Yeah. Come learn things. <laughs> come apply things. I want to know what part <laughs> of the conference you are looking most forward to. Oh my goodness. Um, I am excited to see, I, I love multi-generational ministry. I think it's so important. Um, I know it requires a lot of, um, kind of being uncomfortable, right? When you, we put people of different ages and different subcultures in the same room, right? We have to extend a lot of grace to each other so we can understand. But I love this idea of having the panel up there. We're going to have a panel with some disciplers and disciplees, mm-hmm. um, but hearing their journeys, that's, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to is how does this look like in practice? Cause then you yeah. have some living, breathing people in front of you who've done it. Right. And that here's what worked and here's what didn't work. And here's you know how we grew and here's all those things. Like I, yeah. I love hearing stories, right? Real life stories from people um, about their journey with Jesus. And so that's that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. personally. So, so we're going to take that panel and we are going to turn it into a podcast episode. Oh, that's right. Yes. Now, here's the thing. If you are a podcast listener, that is the only portion. If you don't come to the conference, that's the mm-hmm. only portion you're going to hear. It's going to be a great portion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the the sessions and the speakers, those will only be for people that attend in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just know that, that we're, uh, while I, you know, I'm excited to offer that one portion. The rest will be in person. We want you to come. That's right. We want you to come. (laughs) And there's, like we said, it's not just about listening. Mm -hmm. It's about, you know, listening and then uh, talking about it with others and processing it 
And that's something that I think you can't get at home if you're just listening to a podcast, Correct. just like you said. Uh, I am excited um, about actually the group discussion. I'm excited to see the connections that form. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe this is just me as the extrovert of extroverts. But when I go to a conference and I am asked to be in a small group of people that I don't know, mm -hmm. um, I'm always amazed at the wisdom that comes from that. Yes. I myself have been in situations where I am the youngest and uh, least experienced the most inexperienced. And in those moments, I love to just sit back and listen. And I'm a talker, <laughs> but life has taught me that sometimes the best thing you can do is just sit back and listen mm -hmm. when you've got this amount of wisdom sitting around you. Yes. So when I was a choir teacher, I, um, I know we would go to these like district wide meetings Yes. and, um, I would get to sit with the other high school choir directors from mm -hmm. around the district. Mm -hmm. And, um, which was fun because it was like, Hey, my people, <laughs> you yes. know? And so we would, you know, we would just talk as you know, before meetings would start and with no particular agenda. And in their minds, they were just talking about what's going on in their program. Like, mm -hmm. well, we went and performed in this place and, um, I found music here and I, um, you know, I had this kid say this to me the other day and this is how I responded. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, or this is the, how I got more funding. I used this and they were doing nothing, but just talking to one another. Right. But as an inexperienced choir teacher, I was literally like, I need to be taking notes. I didn't want to be that person. That's like <laughs> sitting in the corner. like, Right. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. I didn't want to be that person, but in a way I was making a lot of mental notes mm -hmm. just from listening to their experience. Yes. And I think that's one of the beautiful things um, about an event like this mm -hmm. is you can be at a table with other people, table, rows, whatever, sure, wherever you group. are, you mm -hmm. can be in a group with people and just listen to their experience. Listen to how God has used them. Uh, mm -hmm. Listen to their challenges, right? The listen day -to, -day. to their questions mm -hmm. and say, Oh, that was a good question. I never thought to ask. Um, and I think that's why the time together mm -hmm. in community, fellowshipping, processing is so important. And I'm excited about that part mm -hmm. of the conference. I, I mean, I have to try not to say I'm excited about it all. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> but I we am. are. We are. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what is it going to look like? Let's get real practical here for just a second. Okay. What is the conference going to look like? Um, that day, how is the day laid out and what can people expect when they come? So we will have a registration table, right? Obviously where you'll check in and then we'll have just a little bit of time, some snacks in the lobby, just some time to hang out. Um, you're forgetting the most important part. What's that? We will have coffee. Oh, <laughs> see the tea drinker forgets that, but yes, there will be coffee. But we are, uh, there will be coffee, there will be coffee and, and tea and tea <laughs> because what we've discovered is our leadership team is about half coffee drinkers and half tea drinkers. And so <laughs> we figure you guys probably are too. That's right. So we will have <laughs> coffee and tea available. Yes. Uh, so as you in come morning. in, so yes. coffee, tea, snacks, right? Um, and then for the first part of our morning, we are going to have two keynote speakers. Is mm -hmm. that right? With again, time we've been playing up the discussion time, right? The discussion yeah. afterwards each. We will have a break for lunch. Um, then we will have um, a VIP session, which we're going to talk about a little bit mm -hmm. towards the end. And um, 
then we'll have our other keynote speaker and then I think the conference will wrap. So it's just a day long. Um, and the, the panel's in there as well. Oh, the panel, right. Yeah. The panel is right, right after, after lunch, lunch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So the panel and then another keynote. Um, so again, I get full day of great information of time to process again and it's just one day right mm-hmm. so I know some of these conferences go two three days and it's hard to get away or find childcare or different things like that but we're just just one day yeah starts um, at nine mm-hmm. doors open at eight thirty. yep wraps so up about four o'clock four o'clock yeah okay get yep. you home for dinner yeah exactly. that was our plan is is uh go ahead eat, eat breakfast before you come mm-hmm. but come and have some coffee with us yes uh, there will be a break for lunch mm-hmm. um so plan to you know where you're going to go to lunch or don't and surprise yourself, whatever right, kind of person right. you are. <laughs> um, make plans for lunch and then uh, come back for this afternoon session. And then, yeah, we'll have you out before dinner. Yep. Um, I Another thing that um, will be there are each of the speakers are going to have tables. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have uh, merchandise that they sell. Some of them have Bible studies that they've written, mm-hmm. uh, books that they've written. And so... Um, also, they will be at their tables. So if you're looking to kind of connect with the speakers, there will be an area where you'll know they're they're going to be for right. most of the day. Uh, and you can, or if you're really loving what they have to say, oh my gosh, I'd love to read a book that they've written. Mm-hmm. We will have it there. Uh, if you look online, you can look at journeyruth.com slash entrust. And that on there, you can see all of the speakers so far. Um, we've got two more I think that we're going to add and so uh, we'll get them on there (laughs) coming soon but uh, some of them you can already see and connect to their social media and Mm -hmm. get an idea of who they are uh, before you even come you can go listen to sermons that they've done online or or talks that they've done Mm -hmm. uh, which I love I, I sometimes love to know who I'm going to be listening to, mm-hmm. um, know who they are, what their passions are. Right. Um, as I'm going to listen to the speakers, I know some of you are like, I don't want to know. I want to be surprised mm-hmm. and just know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, let's talk about that VIP session. So yes. there is, you can go online and buy tickets right now. It's $40 for general admission. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you buy it, uh, between now and, and when did we end the summer special? It's June, the end of June. June, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. June 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get your ticket between now and June 30th and you use the uh, coupon code summer special, it will take you take $5 off of your ticket price. So that makes general admission $35, mm-hmm. but normally it's $40. And then there's a VIP ticket uh, that you can get for $55, but you can also use the summer special code on that. Mm-hmm. So it brings that down to $50. What is included in a VIP ticket? Well, a VIP ticket gives you access to the speakers for a 30-minute session at the end of lunch. And this is really beneficial if you are a leader and, again, you have specific questions you want to bring to Mm -hmm. our speakers about discipleship, about logistics, about different things like that. Um, And when Courtney was speaking other places, that was something she found that was really beneficial was having these very specific conversations, um, people asking questions about you know, things they were talking about the conference or just discipleship in general. So you get, get access to that. And you also get a little pouch, um, Mm -hmm. that's going to have just some gifts for you as a thank you, um, for being a part of this and for, you know, taking the time to, to come. So So. our decoration is like a boho chic, Mm -hmm. um, like theme. Mm -hmm. And 
our team apparently together has fallen in love with the macrame. Yes. <laughs> it goes along it happened. with the boho. <laughs> uh, and so we are going to have a cute little macrame keychain for all of our VIPs. And that will actually be what identifies you as I am I am a VIP and that will get you into the VIP session. Yep. Um and I'm very excited they're so cute. Um <laughs> but other than and than that, yes, it's all of our speakers are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um in an open forum question and answer panel. And uh, I think that gives you great access to talk to, you know, ask your question once and maybe hear the opinions of three different speakers and the way that they've gone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I speak places and I get to do like a breakout session, you know, if I'm doing the, the keynote session, there's no question and answer there. Right. It's just, it's presenting. just presenting. Exactly. But if I get to do a, um, a breakout session, what I love to do is leave time for question and answer. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think that is so important is I don't know each woman and their own individual experiences. Right. And I have got some of, I have gotten so many impactful, uh, deep questions from those times mm-hmm. uh, with those women. And I've gone, Oh yeah, I did. Why didn't I think to, to talk about that? That's right. Because it's not my experience. It's yours. Mm-hmm. And how cool that I can you know speak into your experience directly yes. individually. And so I wanted to provide the opportunity for the speakers, for attendees. Uh, so uh, definitely, in my opinion, the VIP ticket is well worth it mm-hmm. um, to come and get that kind of uh, individual attention there, um, that individual access to mm-hmm. the speakers. Yes. Um, and that will be during the uh, the last portion of the lunch session mm-hmm. um, that we will be doing that. Um, well, last thing that I wanted to ask, um, in your opinion, why is a conference on discipleship something important for women to come to? Why is a conference? I think, I mean, we talked a lot about this, right? Like, again, the the connections, but I think one of the things that's really important is that you know you're not alone. Um, Mm. Again, you can listen to voices all over the world now on the internet, on podcasts, on Facebook Live, um, and hear these different people, but to have, again, flesh and blood people face to face in your community, in churches, in the valley, right? Passionate about the same things, passionate about Jesus and what he's doing, um, worshiping alongside you, right? There's nothing like that, mm-hmm. right? That you can't trade that experience for something you're just sitting at home listening yeah. online to. And so I think that's, that's one of the main reasons, Mm-hmm. In in my opinion, and we're going to begin and end every session with worship. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about that opportunity to kind of set our hearts mm-hmm. in the right place. Yes, um, but I I agree with you mm-hmm. that idea of knowing you're not alone. I know the very first time that I went to a discipleship conference, in for in in some way, in so, I had convinced myself that I was the only person that was this passionate about discipleship. <laughs> And I felt like I was doing it a little bit on my own. And everyone else thought it was a really good idea. Like, oh, that's a good idea, Courtney. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you not care so much about this? Like, everyone needs to care about this. This is, We are all commanded to do this. Why mm-hmm. is everyone not like, yes, let's do this? So you're having an Elijah moment? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Where he goes out by himself and says, God, I'm the only one left. And he's like, guess what? Uh, I saved not. like 3,000 people. Yeah. Also that are doing the same thing you are. And that's what I needed to be reminded of. And mm-hmm. now I realize that that was a, a lie from Satan. Yeah. That I had convinced myself was true. 
mm-hmm. was that I was going to have to do this all on my own. Yep. And I, I cried at the first time, the first conference that I went to, because I'm looking up on stage at these women that are speaking as passionately about discipleship as I feel inside mm-hmm. and um, giving me more tools that I can take in, and allow me to be more effective in my discipleship and in my leadership in the area of discipleship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I cried and I was like, Lord, you, there you are. Mm-hmm. You know, now I know it says that the, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. And so since then, it has become a passion of mine to see more workers yes. <laughs> raised up to uh, be discipling the next generation. That mm-hmm. is definitely a passion of mine. But I think to come as a leader, to come as someone who has experienced it, but can't, you know, experience the discipleship, but maybe is having a hard time making that happen in your own life Mm -hmm. to come as a leader who doesn't have discipleship Mm -hmm. leaders. I hear you when you say to me over and over again, I wish I had, I'm discipling women, but I can't find discipleship for myself. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. I hear that. And this is a location where I, maybe you do get connected with a couple other uh, women that you can begin to meet with and begin to disciple each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's just an encouragement to you hear something and God puts in your mind, the woman that's already in your life to disciple you. And you've never seen her that way. Mm -hmm. He just needed to open your eyes to that. The fact that she was there all along. Mm -hmm. Um, That encouragement and that blessing to know you're not alone. And leave once again with that holy boldness, that mm-hmm. confidence that, yes, Lord Jesus, you have called me to this and I will continue until the day I die. Right. I think it's so important. And I, I say this in, in a lot of areas when people ask me why discipleship is so important. And uh, we can end with this. But in my opinion, discipleship is the fastest way to grow the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a math nerd, but my husband is. And... Um, when you look at the model that is discipleship, I have the opportunity maybe to disciple a handful of people in my life. We'll say five. Mm-hmm. Um, might be more than that, might be less, but we're just going to use five for this example. And I get to disciple those five women. Mm-hmm. If I am um, discipling these women in a way that allows them to go on and be disciples of Christ without me, Mm-hmm. Right. Because the idea is not making them more like me, but making them more like Christ. Exactly. If I can make those five women disciple makers, then they're going to go on in their life and they're going to disciple women themselves. Let's say each one of them disciples five people. Mm-hmm. We've now got the five of them plus the 25 disciples that they've made. That's 30 women. There is just not enough life to be able to disciple the 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you do have time to disciple 30 ladies. Great. Now take those 30. They all go and get to disciple five ladies. You're now talking 150 women. Mm-hmm. There aren't many people that have time to really deeply disciple 150 women in their life. Right. And so, and then those 150 go out, go ahead and do the math. That's like, I don't know, 750 or something like that. Someone's screaming the number at us. They did it really fast <laughs> in their head and they're like, it's this corny. It's I'm not even trying. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I think it's 750. Anyway, uh, but 750 women. Mm-hmm. And 
that's only in a couple generations. Now imagine if every woman in your ministry, every single woman, I go to a big church too. Mm -hmm. So if every woman at our church was ministering to five people, immediately that would be somewhere in the, I don't know, 800 to a thousand range Mm -hmm. because we go to a big church. And now get each one of those women to disciple five more people. Now we're talking in the the thousands, the tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. It is an exponential way to experience or to grow the kingdom of God. And, And God asks us to do that. And so why wouldn't we use discipleship? Mm-hmm. Why is this not something that we are encouraging and training and pushing in every church mm-hmm. on this planet? And um, some churches do it really well. So I'm not going to say that no churches are doing it. <laughs> right. Hear me there. Hear me there. But if your ministry is not, what are the changes that you need to make in order to see disciple makers being developed within your church? within your program. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we want to be there to cheer you on and bring that holy boldness because let's do it. Yes. None of us are meant to do this alone. I'm not telling you you have to go out and do it alone. We're not meant to do it alone. No. So let's do it together. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you Mm -hmm. ladies at the interest conference, September 24th. Go to journeyruth.com slash entrust right there. Um, you can get all the information that you need about um, the conference. It has links to our Eventbrite page where you can uh, purchase your tickets. Um, they, we will have, if you are a ministry leader and you would like to bring a group of ladies, uh, please email me. Courtney at journeyofruthpodcast.com because we have a special code for you that we would like um, to give you and your team um, because that's how passionate we are about leaders bringing their full team. Mm -hmm. We want you to bring the whole team. So email me. I will send you a code so that you and your team can come. um, And uh, man, I'm just excited. (laughs) Thank you, Leanne, for being here today. You're very welcome. I'm excited too. (laughs) So look for Leanne. Look for her face. I'll be there. Uh, She'll be there all around doing all the things uh, since you are the administrator Mm -hmm. of everything. (laughs) Um, And uh, thank you, ladies. We've been praying for you. Um, We can't wait to see you. So you heard it. Who should come? You. You should come and your friends should come. And if you're leaders, you should come and bring your team with you. If you're a small group leader, gather a couple of those leaders or those leaders that you're raising up and bring them with you. So put September 24th on your calendar from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. None of us are meant to do this alone. And we want to give you the tools to confidently and boldly fulfill the Lord's command to be a disciple maker. If you have questions, if we did not answer every question that you had, please email me directly, Courtney at journeyofruthpodcast.com, and I will gladly answer any question that you have. Leaders, if you would like to bring a group, we would love to offer you a special uh, coupon code. You heard me say that in the episode. Once again, Courtney at journeyofruthpodcast.com. You can find all the information you need. And you can buy your tickets over at our website, journeyruth.com. 
There you'll also find show notes for all the episodes, an opportunity to sign up for the podcast newsletter, which will of course have all the latest information on the Entrust Conference, links to help support the podcast, and information on how I may be able to bless your church or community through speaking or teaching. This week, come say hi over on Facebook and Instagram, and it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and then click subscribe over on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next Tuesday right here on the Journey Ruth Podcast. Thank you.